You cannot lose favor with God. How do I know this? Because if you're in Christ by faith alone, through Jesus Christ alone, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So we can't be condemned. So you cannot lose your favor. You also cannot earn your favor because Paul says that by the power of the Holy Spirit, your inheritance is kept, which means everything that belongs to Jesus belongs to you. And how is it kept? It's not kept by your obedience, brother. Mm-hmm. It's kept by the power of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. This is why pietism is so dangerous because it, it it literally weakens both of those. Mm-hmm. You must maintain your acceptance before God, and you must increase your inheritance with Christ by your obedience. And that is a lie. Yeah. I'm just going to camp for a second. We're here. We're talking about Jesus I think even as you look at the first two verses of Psalm 1, the mood and the tense of the verbs there make it clear that what's being described is a righteous man who never does the following things and who always does the thing of meditating in God's law. So Never and always are big statements, brother. (laughs) Jesus never walked in the counsel of the wicked. And the question is, all right, well, how about you? You know, Every day. Jesus never stood in the way of sinners. Well, how about you? Right? And... He never sits in the seat of mockers or scoffers. How about you? And on the, he delights in the law of the Lord always, and on his law he meditates day and night. How about you? Right? I mean, immediately. Like, if you're really thinking that Psalm 1 in this regard, because people will say this, this is the introduction to the Psalter. It's the gatekeeper, you know, of the entire Psalter. And they say, the modern renderings and interpretations, the pietistic, kind of Calvinistic understanding is, it's the doorkeeper of the Psalms in telling us about the way of the righteous and the way of the wicked, and we need to be righteous. To which I would say, okay, if that's true, if Psalm 1 is the doorkeeper, the gatekeeper to the entire Psalter in that sense, how does an individual get past the threshold of even its first verse? You can't. You can't. And again, I just go back, I, I, I begin and end with this. Blessed is the man, Psalm 1-1, the end of Psalm 2-12, blessed are all who take refuge in him, the Son promised Messiah. And Psalm 1 and 2, many will know, originally were written as one poetic unit. It's very clear that the Messiah, the Lord's anointed, the Son of the Father, is the one who is the blessed man of Psalm 1. And we should we should go to all the scriptures with this kind of lens on. You talked about the redemptive historical framework. You talked about covenantal realities, the Davidic covenant, the promise of a a son of David who would be a faithful son of God who would keep the law and represent the people. If you understand those things and you read Psalm 1 and 2, it's like light bulbs start going off. And we can now actually preach a Christian sermon. Like we need to preach Christ. And the fact that the preaching of Jesus, the way that we're talking about, is frightening to Christians, I think is indicative and illustrative of a larger systemic problem. Anyway, now that I've encouraged us all, (laughs) John, please, but... Rest in Jesus. Trust, take refuge in the blessed man who is Mm. Jesus Christ. And he, through his righteousness, then makes all of us to be counted among the righteous that in Psalm 1-6, we're told the Lord knows the way of the righteous. That's right. Right. He knows, loves, and assures us Mm. and promises us eternal life. Jesus has secured it for us. Take refuge in him. Thank you for listening. Today's reminder is from a recent Theocast episode hosted by John Moffat and Justin Perdue. Everyday Grace is a listener-supported podcast. If you would like to help support our ministry, please visit theocast.org give.